Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome in to this Thursday, January 19th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought you. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields & Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Spunik, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. We're produced on the TV10 side today by our intern, Gerald Wright. Uh, we'll get into the show momentarily. At 12.15, we'll be joined by Shepherd Vice President for Athletics, Chauncey Wimbush. They announced a new hiring this week for their assistant athletic director for external affairs. We'll talk to him about the new assistant AD for external affairs and Tim Zegler. We'll talk about Shepard's big win maybe with him as well. Uh, But first, let's get into Shepard's big win last night, Nick. On the men's side, they won against a ranked team for the first time since 2019. Uh, What was the score and uh, quick synopsis of the game before I play the uh, postgame interview with head coach Justin Amelik? Yeah, 96-88 win for the Shepard Rams last night. Over uh, number 14, East Strasburg, the number three team uh, in terms of points per game in the nation. This was the most points Shepard has scored in a PSAC game last night was 96. It was a career high for Daniel McLean Corley, who scored 32 on just 17 shots. So a very efficient night for him and just, you know, an unbelievable win for the Rams because this is a Shepard team that only averages 66 points a game. They have 30 more points in the win last night and uh you know historic performance and a huge upset for Shepard after that last upset like you mentioned in 2019 uh was a 74-67 win over Shippensburg so uh it's been a little bit but it's great to see this team get this win and prove to 9 and 7 against a real quality East Strasburg team I caught up with head coach Justin Namelik after the game and here's his post game comments Coach just won for me. A big win for your team. Yep. First win over a top 25 team since 2019. Yep. Obviously, your team just has that one senior this year, and you guys have kind of been building up all season. What does this game and win mean to your program? Yeah, we've been talking about, like, getting a big win lately. You know, like, we just we've had so many close chances. Like, we played well down at Virginia Union when they were ranked. You know, we let Lock Haven come here when they were, you know, they were playing really well. We let them get away, you know, get the beat us on our home court. So, like, we knew we were close. Um, I've said from day one, I've really enjoyed coaching this team because they always respond. They just they, they respond to everything. That, they respond after every loss, um, you know. And so, like, we, I just could feel it that I was going to come, and I'm just happy that we said it coming to this game. It was an opportunity for us to do that, and we were able to do it tonight. Crazy stat is they averaged 96. You guys scored 96 on them. How does that feel? I didn't think we were, you know, for us, I don't know if I thought if we were going to win the game, like if that would be the score, you know. Um, but, you know, we shot the ball so well in the first half. Uh, and I think then it just, you know, when that you see it go in and we just started feeling good because uh, when you shoot the ball, well, it masks a lot of things. So, like, we shot the ball great. But, like, I just – we handled the press great. We didn't give them too many turnovers where it scored the other way, which was big. We did a great job on the glass limits and their second-chance opportunities. They hit threes. I mean, 11. Um, I think he's only hit, like, one or two. He came in tonight hitting three. Like, but they're just a good team. They're not going to go away. But I just thought, you know, I was just so proud of our team. Uh, you know, we just got to keep the keep the momentum going now. You know, we, we go at the stretch right now. We're going to play five games in 11 days. Three of them are on the road. 
you know, it's going to be tough. You know, it's going to be tough. So this stretch, we got three games and five days in a row is going to be extremely tough. Got to regroup tomorrow and, 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 and you know, just there's no easy games. Like, we're going to have to forget about this and get ready for Mansfield. You obviously want to use this game as momentum for that road stretch. Yeah, you know, I mean, and you look at that schedule, just seeing it at Mansfield, at Westchester, at Ship, it's not going to be easy, you know. So, like, tonight, you know, to get the win, obviously we're going to be feeling good. Just go very, very light tomorrow in practice. And then, like, we just start a stretch where it's going to be practice game, practice game, practice game, you know. So, um, it's going to be tough. Um, but I think I like where we're at right now. You know, it's just going to come down to execution and, and having that road toughness. All right, congrats on the yeah, Thank you. That was head coach for the Shepherd men's basketball team, Justin Namlik, after the historic win last night over um, East Stroudsburg. And uh, Nick, doesn't get easier. They'll have a big road swing coming up. Definitely not easier for the Rams, you know, going on the road in the PSAC against some quality teams. But this is a Shepherd team now that I think is got to have a ton of confidence moving forward after this win because this shows that you can compete and beat anybody in the conference when you beat a team like East Strasburg, who has you know, that kind of offensive firepower, and Shepard's not known for that. So it was really kind of a unreal night in terms of how Shepard shot the basketball, but I think that they can compete with teams like this, and their defense kept them in the game, even when their offense wasn't clicking early. So... Um, you know, shout out to the squad, shout out to Coach Namalik, and, and hopefully the Rams can continue this uh, and make a run here toward the PSAC tournament. I think that would be awesome to see this team get in and, and make some noise if they are able to get rolling here as this is now, you know, back-to-back wins. You sit at 9-7, and seven. can you put together some more and, uh, you know, really make a run in the conference? Yeah, a... 96-88 victory for Shepherd Men's Hoops over number 14 East Stroudsburg. And looking over the women's side, a 69-54 loss. A game in which the Shepherd women were in the game until the last quarter, which is good to see uh, considering the score of the, the previous game. Yeah, it is good to see, but even though it was not a blowout like the previous game, it's still kind of been a common theme that we've unfortunately been seeing for this Shepherd women's team that they can stay competitive. It seems like they might be able to finish, and then they don't do so. They lay an egg in the fourth quarter, and what looked like to be a competitive game that they could pull out a win for instead becomes a double-digit loss. All right, well, that will do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by Shepherd Vice President for Athletics, Chauncey Wimbush, or tune in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. 
Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Looking to get your special someone the perfect gift? How about a dream vacation to see the Grand Canyon? Or maybe visit Alaska? What about Rio, Budapest, or Taiwan? Maybe your dream vacation is on the seas, cruising to multiple destinations. We'll start here with the travel agency of Dream Vacations and George Wisdom. Visit vacationsmiles.com. Vacation smiles last a lifetime, so allow George Wisdom to provide you the vacation experience you've always desired and deserve. Heffley Motor Company, just off I-81 at 993 Hedgesville Road, is a family-owned and operated business providing the Eastern Panhandle with the highest quality pre-owned vehicles and customer service since 1997. Heffley is a pre-owned Carfax Advantage dealer. We're proud to be your partner serving the community. You're local, we're local, so why not buy local? Call us at 304-267-7172 or see us at 993 Hedgesville Road. And if you want to sell your car, we buy cars too. Check us out at Heffley.com. Heffley Motor Company, a nice place to do business. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. We'll continue our Shepherd talk after we talk the men's hoops big win in the last segment. We'll now joined on the phone by Shepherd Vice President for Athletics, Chauncey Woonbush. How, how are you doing today, Chauncey? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, and uh, we got to wa- watch a good game last night where uh, Shepherd men able to uh, beat the number 14 team in the country, first win against a top-ranked team or a tw- top-25 team since 2019. Yeah, it was a great, uh, great win for our program. You know, our, obviously our kids have been working really hard, and it was – you know, great to see them, you know, finish a game against a really great op- opponent. And uh, we have you on the phone today because you made a hire within the athletic department this week, uh, bringing back somebody who's not too, uh, not unfamiliar with Shepard and Tim Zegler. You announced him as the new assistant athletic director for external affairs. Yeah, really excited to um, to have Tim back. You know, as you mentioned, he's a Shepherd alum, and you know, it's always great to bring someone back that has ties to the university because you know that you know their heart is really going to be in it. And you know, certainly that's not to say that somebody that doesn't have ties, their heart won't be in it. But you know, Tim, being local, being an alum, um, having a good solid sports background, um, we just thought that he could come in and you know add um, some nice value to uh, to that position. Chauncey, uh, can you explain to people that may not know what an assistant athletic director for external affairs does? Sure. Um, you know, basically revenue generation. So whether it be, you know, working with, you know, marketing, ticket sales, um, you know, working with donors, oversight of corporate sales, just anything that is associated with uh, revenue generation within the athletic department is what Tim is going to have oversight of. And then there's ancillary um, responsibility as well, you know, game day management, sport oversight, and things of that nature. Chauncey Collin here. Were there any other candidates for the job and what uh, kind of stood out f- from Ziegler that made him the best candidate for the job? Yeah, we were, you know, fortunate to have, you know, several candidates apply and, um, you know, we went through the whole search committee process and, 
I think we ended up bringing four uh, candidates to campus just to make sure that we were, you know, uh, going through the appropriate vetting process. And, you know, what stood out from Tim was just, you know, personality, kind of mannerisms, you know, again, background as alum, background um, from a sports standpoint. And he just seemed really passionate and he wanted to be here, which, you know, again, is something that, um, that stood out to us as well. And for you guys as a department, I, I, I went back and did some research because I remember I'm pretty sure we had you on last May because you made it higher for that position as well. Uh, but Mark Warren since left to take another position. Um, what uh, what kind of was that transition like without having an assistant AD for external affairs for quite a few months? Yeah, you know, it's always difficult when you don't have, you know, a full staff and, you know, it, it basically required everybody else on my team to to step up. So, you know, obviously I had to, you know, take on some responsibilities and um, Aaron Lee, who is um, one of our graduate assistant assistants here in the athletic department, um, was absolutely huge with regards to, you know, taking on responsibilities associated with ticket sales and, you know, parking at, at football games and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we were just able to kind of band together and, you know, focus on, you know, the tasks at hand while we, you know, were short of staff. But, you know, I, I'll tell you that it made for a, a little bit longer, you know, fall semester. But, you know, I think it you know, overall things went really, really well. And I can't tell you how excited we are to have that extra body, those extra set of hands, you know, that can help us with, you know, those responsibilities that I mentioned earlier. And we saw him out and about at the basketball game last night. No stranger to uh, the sidelines courtside there at the Butcher Center. He was an assistant coach for uh, the men's team from 2011 to 13. Yeah, absolutely. Again, you know, strong ties. We got a really great recommendation from Coach Namlik as well. Um, again, you know, when Tim was on campus, he just, you know, provided, um, you know, reassurance that, you know, he was going to come in, he was going to be focused. Uh, he's going to, you know, obviously get out into into the community and, you know, help spread the, continue to spread the brand of Shepherd University Athletics and all the sports that we obviously have here. And again, we're, we're excited to have him. He's, you know, only about a week and a half in. He's probably drinking from a fire hose to an extent, but um, I, I'm really optimistic that he's going to do a really nice job for us. Uh, and Chauncey, this is a new role for him, uh, for Tim, and he hasn't done something to to this extent before. But I guess what kind of stood out to you about this, uh, about his uh, prior experience? Yeah, you know, I, I think um, again having experience from um, from a coaching standpoint you know, certainly helps, you know, that means that, you know, he should be able to relate to, you know, not only our coaches, but our student athletes. Um, he certainly has experience with dealing with, um, you know, either customers or members and, and things of that nature, which I think is going to, um, you know, allow him to go out and be able to present himself really well and represent Shepherd University Athletics in, in a positive light. So, you know, you, you throw a couple of those things together as well as, you know, his personality just comes off as a really nice guy. Again, you know, those are some of the attributes that we thought would allow him to be successful in this role. Any final comments about the new hiring before we uh, switch topics? 
No, again, you know, um, after a long fall, we're really just excited to have, you know, you know, Tim on board. Again, an extra set of hands, an extra body to, to help offset, um, you know, the, the, the amount of responsibilities that we have within the, the department. So, again, I think Tim's going to do a great job and, you know, glad to have him on board. All right. Let's switch topics then and talk about former Shepherd coach Monty Cater, who was just announced uh, to be going into the 2023 College Football Hall of Fame. And just get your comments on that. I could not think of a better person, a more deserving, um, you know, coach. Um, obviously, I had an opportunity to play for Coach Cater in his early years here at Shepherd, and. You know, like, uh, you know, many former uh, players of his, I certainly wouldn't be the person that I am today, you know, without the experience and the leadership that I had um, when I was here as a student athlete. You know, Coach Cater is, he's a gem. He's just one of the nicest people that you'll ever want to know. He's, you know, he's a legend. He's a legend here, you know, obviously at Shepherd University and in the Panhandle. And I'm glad the, um, you know, the committee, the Hall of Fame committee, um, you know, saw enough in him and his his background and his success to to go ahead and and give him a spot in that um, in that in that space. I think it's well deserved. Obviously, this just happened uh, about a week and a half ago, so not a lot of planning could have taken place. But do you guys at least have initial plans, maybe, to honor Coach Cater during the football season? Yeah, that's, you know, obviously something that um, is going to occur. Uh, we'll work with, the, you know, the National Football Hall of Fame, um, you know, committee to, to do something formal, you know, at one of our football games. Obviously, no details as of yet, but, you know, we're going to make sure that, um, you know, Coach Cater is celebrated for this um, amazing honor. And uh, obviously, we've seen kind of stuff coming out from Shepherd football. It seems like you'll need to uh, hire a few more assistants this off season. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's you know, it's it's coaching, it's 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 athletics, it's it's football. It's something that you know we deal with here um, on an annual basis, and you know, it, it it can be difficult. But at the same time, I think when you when you have success, such a successful program. Um, you know, coaches are going to get opportunities to, to go on to, you know, different um, different opportunities. So, you know, we don't we, we appreciate the opportunities um, that were given to these other coaches, and we thank them for all of their hard work. We had a great season. Certainly couldn't couldn't have done it without them. Um, but you know, like we have to reload from an athletic uh, from a student athlete standpoint. You know, we also have to reload from a coaching standpoint, and I'm sure Coach McCook and his staff are working on that diligently. Is there anything that you uh, want to announce about the athletic department moving forward or any uh, events going on? Uh, nothing uh, comes to mind right this second. Um, you know, obviously working to, uh, you know, uh, finish up strong from a, uh, from a basketball standpoint. Um, obviously all of our spring sports will be compete starting competitions, baseball, softball, you know, men's, women's tennis, women's lacrosse, you know, cro cross country, um, I'm sure I'm forgetting a sport or two, but you know they'll be getting started here in the in the coming month or so. So we're excited about that, and you know obviously we'll we'll have a you know football spring game you know sometime in April, and you know in June we'll have you know our football our annual football golf um, tournament, and you know there'll be some fundraising initiatives that we'll um, obviously put together as well. But um, 
status quo as of right now. Chauncey, before we let you go, so far I believe it's now up to five Shepherd Ram football players have announced that they want to pursue their dreams and have declared for the NFL draft. And last year, Shepherd University hosted a pro day for the seniors as well that were around the region looking to do a future in football, either via the NFL, the USFL, or the XFL. Have there been any announcements made for another pro day this year to take place at Shepard? Yeah, we've had um, a preliminary discussions. We're definitely going to do that. I uh, don't have any um, details uh, that are specific that I'd like to share right now, but we're absolutely going to do that. We certainly believe that um, you know we'll get a lot of participation um, from NFL teams just based on you know the number of, of young men that um, have the ability to to uh, hopefully step up to the next level. So yes, that is in the plans, and um, we'll certainly let everybody know uh, when it's set in stone. Shepherd Vice President for Athletics, Chauncey Wimbush, our guest. Thanks for the time, Chauncey, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks back out of the Butcher Center. Uh, Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate your support. Thank you. That was, again, Vice President for Athletics at Shepherd University, Chauncey Wimbush, and uh, obviously hiring a new assistant AD uh, takes a lot in the hiring, so it took a little bit for that to happen after the vacancy came up in early September, but we know a little bit more about Tim Ziegler and uh, a a few more things about uh, Shepherd in general, guys. Yeah. My fault. I actually met him last night briefly, so that was cool, and he seemed like a really nice guy, like uh, Chauncey had said. So uh, maybe we, we get him on the show here at some point. And, uh, yeah, that, that definitely could plans. be in the plans. Uh, but that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding out there living in his family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. Go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this two-minute break, we'll talk uh, West Virginia hoops. Colin, finally getting a win in Big 12 play last night. And uh, it was was at one point a pretty convincing lead, but it was a closer game in the end. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Panhandle Printing and Design is your full-service local print shop. With over 50 years of combined experience, we know how to handle all of your printing and design needs. We can handle anything, from small business cards to wrapping large vehicles. Our in-house design team can do it all. As a staple of this community, we love helping people promote their events, businesses, and anything they're passionate about. Envision, create, and bring your ideas to life with Panhandle Printing and Design. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. 
At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stevens Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio, WRNR, and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you. Happy to have you with us on this eventful Thursday here in the office. Uh, Nick, Colin, and I have all been here since roughly 7.45 a.m. Shout out to Nick. I do believe he was here before all of us. So. Well, I had to be. I had to produce the Eastern Panhandle Talk. Yeah, yeah, that is he took true. over my job. Early bird gets the worm on that one, though. Uh, I was here. I beat Colin here, which I thought was an achievement in itself. I told you I got stuck behind a slow driver. Oh, right that's your excuse. Excuses, excuses. Uh, let's get into uh, West Virginia game 19 of the season last night. And uh, uh, West Virginia with the victory. And uh, here's the final call from Tony Caridi in the Mountaineer Sports Network. Mike Miles takes it. Miles over midcourt. Miles going to try a very long three. Up, no good, and it is over. And so is West Virginia's Big 12 streak. Final score, West Virginia 74, number 14, TCU 65. It's a final, and it is a great night to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. West Virginia responds after seeing its lead cut down to two points, and they finish strong. They did finish strong indeed, getting the 74-65 to victory over the number 14 team in the country, the TCU Horn Frogs. West Virginia got out to a 39-24 lead at half. They were outscored by six, though, in the second half, 41-35. Still get the victory. They were led by Kadrian Johnson with 20 points, a double-double from Jimmy Bell Jr. with 15 points and 12 rebounds, 10 points for Emmett Matthews Jr., three boards to go along with that. Nine points from Eric Stevenson, seven from Joe Toussaint. And uh, looking at the team's stats overall, a lot better when it comes to the free throw mark. They only missed six. And at time, I think they'd only missed two at one point in the third or in the second half of the beginning of the second half, Colin. It's about time they clean that up. And a win's a win. Obviously, happy that a big first half was able to propel them to survive in the second half and get the first conference win of the season against a ranked opponent at home even though tcu shot better field goal percentage 22 of 42 at 52.4 percent wvu 25 of 54 at 46.3 i'll I'll take 46.3 any night wvu's offense was back they still struggled a little bit 
beyond the arc in three-point range at 415. But when it comes to dominating the boards, winning the turnover battle, and doing better when it comes to free throws, that was the difference. So I'm happy. Hey, they did out-rebound 31-18. to 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, They had 13 assists to 8. Both teams had three blocks. West Virginia had eight steals. TCU had nine steals. Less turnovers. Good as well on that. West Virginia with 15. TCU with 19. And uh, seven less fouls. 17 for the Mountaineers. 24 for the Horned Frogs. And uh, what a great night last night was to be a Mountaineer um, wherever you were. And uh, that's a big win for the Mountaineers. They're now 11-7 and on the season, get their first win in the Big 12, and they want to use that and uh, use that as a springboard as they take on number 7, Texas, uh, at the Coliseum on Saturday. Before we talk a little bit about Texas, West Virginia, TCU is now 0-11 at the Coliseum. Good. That's crazy. That's a a good stat. Well, we knew heading into the game that there was – West Virginia was favored. Yeah, West Virginia was favored, and and you looked at some of the numbers, and uh, the two teams were pretty much even in points per game, were pretty close in points given up. So it was expected to be a close game, and West Virginia found a way to hold on there late to get the win. Uh, So now you finally get that Big 12 win. But Texas is a very tough team. Now they're dealing with some things, uh, having to fire their coach. So... uh, that could definitely play in the Mountaineers' favor. And if you pick up back-to-back wins here in the Big 12 against TCU and Texas at home, you're starting to pick up some momentum and potentially turn things around there for the Mountaineers. Uh, but from a talent perspective, you know, Texas is right there. But, you know, if having to let Chris Beard go, it definitely plays a huge factor because not only is he a you know really good coach when he was out there, I know he has his off-the-court thing going on right now, but – uh, you know, in terms of just being a good coach, Chris Beard's a very good coach. And, uh, you know, not only that, but just how that affects the players. Because, I mean, they've committed to play for him and, and they trust in him. And now you're dealing with an assistant interim head coach. So it's just a different animal. And uh, it changes, you know, your perception of the season for Texas, I think, moving forward. It's now coming off a loss as – well, Tuesday on the road against Iowa State, losing 78-67. But we know Iowa State, a team that's 12th in the nation, so it, it was a hard-fought game. They're 3-2 and two in the last five. I expect a pretty close game, I think, uh, Saturday. Hopefully WVU can find a spark after beating TCU and get back to a winning way and start a win streak, maybe. That would be great, especially when you're at home to get wins this week and put yourself back into the conversation for March. Yeah, that is big. Let's hear uh, Tony Carini's thoughts from the Mountaineer Report. The Mountaineers' Big 12 Conference losing skid is finally over. West Virginia and number 14 TCU battling inside the Coliseum on Wednesday night as the Mountaineers saw an 18-point lead cut to two points with just over five minutes to go. But West Virginia battled, and it beat its own Achilles heel. Bad free throw shooting has cost West Virginia throughout conference play. But in this one, West Virginia 
hits eight out of ten at the foul line in the final seven minutes of play to knock off the Horned Frogs by a final score of 74-65. to Individually, Kedrian Johnson was the leader for West Virginia as he finished up with a career-high 20 points, making five of his eight shots, and he was perfect at the foul line, making all ten. Other double-figure scores for the Mountaineers, starting center Jimmy Bell, who had a double-double, 15 points and 12 rebounds. Bell inside made five of his seven shots from the floor and made five out of six from the free-throw line, an area where he has struggled. He had made just 40% so far in conference play. Other double-figure score for West Virginia, the senior, Emmett Matthews, who finished up with 10 points. On the night, West Virginia forced TCU into 19 turnovers, and they held the nation's number one fast-break scoring team to just eight points in fast-break points. They averaged 22 per game. Final score, Mountaineers 74, TCU 65. That is today's Mountaineer Report, brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. That was Tony Caridi with the Mountaineer Report as we uh, kind of look forward to their next opponent in Texas that comes into the Coliseum on Saturday, a 6 p.m. contest for the Mountaineers, and it's another ranked team. Colin, don't have the line for that one just yet, I believe, uh, but it's a seventh-ranked team in the country. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah, said that earlier. I still expect a competitive game still waiting on the line. I think lately, uh, I don't know if it's always been the fact for college basketball. It seems like it always comes out early morning of the day of or late evening the day before but ESPN analytics has it pretty close for the matchup between WVU and Texas WVU according to ESPN analytics has a 51.7 percent chance of winning compared to TCU at 48.3 obviously they're not always correct but it should be evenly matched if that's the case yeah it should be evenly matched and uh We'll be able to tune into the game right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. And uh, tonight, the Bob Huggins Show. So it'll be a fun Bob Huggins Show tonight. Tune in from 6 to 8 p.m. from the Mountaineer Sports Network right here on 106.5 FM AM 740. And uh, maybe we'll hear a little Bob Huggins. Is there ever such a thing? You could almost make the argument that the Bob Huggins show is more fun when the team is bad because Huggins is just all angry and he's like... (laughs) That's I feel like true. he always seems like he's angry, though, because th- there's That's never true. any emotion in his voice about anything. I mean, we had him on the show, and we can all say that there was no emotion in his voice whatsoever. Yeah, I, he could crack a smile. He's but. been on this here program. I don't know who the person was that was co-hosting with Creedy, but whoever it was, like, Bob, like, just didn't seem to like him, but I felt like it was more like they just had, like, that kind of relationship. So it was kind of funny when I was listening last week, so... <laughs> you know, if, if you're not doing anything on a Thursday night and you get the radio on, tune into the coaches' show. It's somewhat entertaining, even for, yeah. if you don't like the Mountaineers. Uh, we had some upsets in college basketball last night. We yes, did. we did. Shepard beat East Strasburg. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Also, key fact that Dylan pointed out on the broadcast. I wasn't listening to the full broadcast. Heard in and out there a little bit. Um, Shepard and WV. Both the blue and gold teams here in the Mountain State. Beat, beat the, the number, number 14, 14 yep. team in the country in their respective divisions. Yeah. D1, D2. It's 
It's pretty big. It was. It's pretty ironic, it too. Uh, but let's talk some other top 25 hoops last night. Xavier Falls, the eighth-ranked team in the country, to DePaul, 73-72. Uh, that was a surprise. I know Colin checks in on the yeah, on my Xavier sister was here not there. happy with that one. <laughs> number ten Virginia Tech gets a t- or excuse me, number ten Virginia gets a ten point win over Virginia Tech, seventy eight sixty eight. Uh, UConn falls this number fifteen team. UConn falls to Seton Hall, sixty seven sixty six. Number sixteen Auburn beats LSU, sixty seven forty nine. Number twenty Providence gets an eight point win, eighty three seventy five over twenty. Or excuse me, number twenty Marquette gets an. 83-75 victory over number 22 Providence. And then another uh, not necessarily shocking upset because Mizzou was favored but Missouri beats number 25 Arkansas 79-76 so quite a few upsets in the college basketball top 25 last night guys. Yeah, another I don't know how much coming. longer UConn's going to be ranked. They are now 1-6 in their last 7. Yeah, that is a good point. But uh, we'll see another shakeup coming come Monday, most likely. Oh yeah. I think we will see an upset tonight. I think Michigan State will beat Rutgers, which is an upset. All right, there Michigan you go. Michigan State favored by three. Yeah, but Rutgers so. is the ranked team. I know. Yeah, I, I was just looking at that to add to your point that it's an upset. But really, it wouldn't be if Rutgers won. Yeah, well, I think Rutgers. Arizona. I'll say Arizona State. Yeah, I would, Arizona State's going to be UCLA, but I could see USC beating Arizona. I, I cannot know. see Mammoth knocking. I was about Charleston. to say that would be the biggest upset of the day if number <laughs> one eighteen in Charleston lost to Monmouth at one in seventeen. The College of Charleston's Charleston favored by twenty one points. Yeah, do they cover? It's twenty one. I would think so. I, I think they cover. Not knowing much about either team. How about Conference USA ranked action? FAU favored by sixteen over UTSA tonight. The Red Runners used to have some talent on that squad. They but did. They could never put it together. Uh I got a few guys now that have played at other schools, like Solly Booms playing for somebody. I can't remember who right now. I think Xavier actually. Yeah, Xavier. Yeah. Boom, and, Booms uh, at Xavier. He played at U- or no, he played at UTEP. Excuse me. Yeah, UTSA always confuse had, those had two. A, had a good uh, backcourt a few years ago. Um, but I don't think they have those players anymore, so they probably lose to FAU tonight. But they could cover that sixteen. That would be interesting to see. Putting money on it? No. No. <laughs> All right. Put money on Charleston. All right. Mammoth. <laughs> that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you part by Parsons Ford. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk a little NFL, some Capitals, some Wizards. Wizards get a win last night. Well, Capitals in action tonight as they start the West Coast swing. Uh, you're tuned into the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. We'll wrap things up after this two-minute break. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Is everywhere. I'm your new bangs, and you can't stop staring at me. That's it. Just tilt the rearview mirror over here. And while you're checking me out more times in a library book, your car is wandering into that lane over there. More bangs. 
Neat. And if you've got cut rate insurance, you could be paying for this yourself. So get Allstate. Call Martinsburg Allstate agent Gary Kelly today at 304-263-4596. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 for your Thursday, January 19th, brought to you in part by the Marius Group of Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. As we begin to wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix, the NFL made an interesting announcement yesterday, guys. Did you guys see this? They announced five teams to play home games in either London or Germany next year. Again? Uh, The Chiefs and the Patriots will host home games in Germany. The Bills, Titans, and Jaguars will play in London. They're in the United Kingdom. What? They're not in London. They're in the United Kingdom. All right. um, This one game is in Tottenham. I guess you're right. The Bills and Titans are designated home games, home teams for two games at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, while the Jaguars will play host a game at Wembley Stadium as part of the multi-year commitment to keep playing in the United Kingdom. The league announced plans. I guess it officially came out this morning. Tottenham's in northeast central London. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a different place. No. Well, you see, that's my knowledge of the geography. But yeah. uh, I I don't really love the international games, but I think that they're good for the sport of football, so I understand why they do them. Um, I just hope that when the Ravens play, I think they play the Jaguars and the Titans next year, so I just hope that they don't have to go over. Because last time when they went over, they got absolutely demolished by the Jaguars. I don't need that to happen again. But if they want to keep playing them, that's cool. Just don't involve my team. That sound you heard was Colin cracking his knuckles. Sorry. For yeah. no apparent reason <laughs> on the show. Stuff, all right? Sometimes uh, he likes to... Crack. Official word came out this yep. morning around 11 a.m. <laughs> around 11 a.m. Um, Don't be putting Facebook out there today. We've already had enough of that. <laughs> yeah, too many Facebook lawyers comment on here. Uh, the Buccaneers will fire have fired offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. We knew this was coming. Didn't officially come down until today. Uh, it's the first major personnel move made by. 
Pirates. He became head coach March 30th of 2022. Um, do we agree with this move, or do we do we not? I don't know. It, it's kind of a 50-50 to me. Yeah. I think Byron was doing a great job when Bruce Arians was there, but then Todd Bowles takes over, and it seems like everything really fell apart for this team. But also, you know, their weapons are getting older. So, obviously, Brady's getting older. He's, I don't think, quite the same as he was when he first got there. Uh, Their wide receivers have had a ton of injuries. You know, Godwin's been hurt. They lost Antonio Brown for what it's worth. You know, Antonio Brown can play. I mean, so they, they replaced him with Julio Jones, who at this point is not the same wide receiver he once was. Mike Evans seems to have dropped off. Uh, I almost called him LeGarrette Blunt, but it's not LeGarrette Blunt. It's Leonard Fournette. Uh, He's not the same running back that he once was. So some of that plays a factor. I think Byron Leftwich, though, was kind of struggling a little bit with the play calling. And I think a lot of that probably had to do with Arians leaving because, you know, Arians obviously a great offensive mind as well. So you kind of have both of them on the offensive side of the ball opposed to just at all being on left wedge with Bowles being a defensive coach um it certainly doesn't help but I think Byron will get another job uh maybe not as an offensive coordinator but doing something you know coaching wise yeah Yeah, I think so too I I don't know where DC maybe Marshall we'll see (laughs) yeah I'll have an open DC position they not don't have it. No, not yet. Because you know who's the OC for Marshall? Clint Trickett. Clint yep. Trickett. He was offered the head coaching job, supposedly, or at least people. It's more so like a fan push that they wanted Byron Leftwich, than I don't know if he was really offered it. Yeah, I remember that. Actually, I do remember that. People were wanting it. I don't know if he actually interviewed it. It was right after their he Super Bowl run, he right? Never, yeah, he never left the box. No, it was during their. It was during the season, right? It was whenever Doc Holliday was fired. The end of 2020, or beginning of 2021, right? Yeah. So people Because he went really, through the COVID season. And he, he never, I don't think, interviewed. He just kind of His name was that. floating around. Yeah. Just like Chad Pennington's name was floating around. Yeah. Um, Let's get into the Wizards. They had an exciting win last night, 116-105. And uh, you heard it here on the radio. Or excuse me, no, you didn't, because the Mountaineers were on the radio. Yeah. My fault. And then the Capitals were on. Not last night. That was two nights ago. Whatever yes. it was. I'm putting too much together. That was after our game. Yes. I'm putting. Um, it's all up here somewhere. Here's a uh, Kuzma block, or excuse me, a Kuzma dunk to make it 114-103 as they begin to wrap things up. Randall's free throw, no good. Kuzma rebound. Outlet now to DeLon Wright. Right, right wing. Double team. Now White feeds on the basket. Kuzma alone. He's home. Stuffed two hands. 114-103 the score. The Knicks call a timeout. The Knicks, I don't think are going to take a shot. Well, how about this is why we show up. There's no scripts. The Wizards, though, from start to finish, uh, we're strong. In NBA basketball, you're going to take hits, and they did, and they still won. 116-105. Wizards win it tonight over the New York Knicks. Those calls courtesy of Dave Johnson and the Wizards Radio Network, 116-105. And uh, the Wizards were up 13. They scored 35 in the first quarter. It's crazy there. Uh, And then they uh, were outscored by five in the second, but uh, they managed to outscore 
uh, by a total of three between the final two quarters. Bradley Beal made his return to action last night at 18 points, five rebounds. Kyle Kuzma led the way at a double-double. 27 points, 13 boards. Chris Tapps Porzingis had a double-double as well with 22 points. Bounds. Wizards are now 19 and 26. They return to action Saturday night when they host the Magic. Uh, that was a big win considering they lost this game at home last Friday night to the Knicks in close fashion, 112 108. Yeah, it was. And uh, we didn't know at the time of the show that Bradley Beal was coming back yesterday. It was announced after the show. But uh, you get him back, and, and when you have kind of this big three, and I put that in quotation marks because I don't know if I would classify them as a big three, but for the Wizards' standpoint, it is in Beal, Kuzma, and Porzingis. Um, it seems like they're at least a lot more competitive. The problem is Beal and Porzingis in particular haven't really been able to stay healthy. So if you can get that three healthy, uh, again, I don't think the Wizards are contenders or anything like that, but maybe they could be a playoff team uh, if they decide to keep the score together. I don't know what they're going to decide here in the next few weeks. I guess it kind of depends if they're healthy and playing better basketball. But um, good win last night for the Wizards, and it's good to see Brad back, and he scored uh, 18 on an efficient 7-11 shooting. Well, here, I've got a, I've got homework for you guys tomorrow. Oh. Oh, we don't no. have a game tonight, so um, I felt as if we could do this. How, I texted you guys this, this link yesterday to a this John Wall tell-all podcast okay uh go back and listen to the stuff about how he was traded from the wizards okay he tells all about getting traded for the wizards playing for the wizards and uh, among those things as well uh but he didn't hear from the wizards didn't hear from his agent that he was going to be traded apparently months prior to being traded for who do you get traded for russell westbrook russell westbrook he got a dm from russell westbrook saying hey man can i get your number and John Wall doesn't only keeps like his homeboys in his phone number or in his phone. So he was like, this is weird. Uh, so he gets a text and he says, hey, Rockets are trying to trade for, for you, but they're trying to trade me for you. And he's like, wait, the Wizards are trying to trade me? So he didn't even know he was on the trade block. A lot of interesting stuff coming out of that podcast. It's labeled by topic. So just click and listen to the Wizards stuff. We'll talk about that tomorrow on the show. Um, but... Uh, Rui Hachimura. What is up with Rui Hachimura, Nick? Um, he sucked last night. He's just not very good, I guess. He was a first-round pick, wasn't he? Yeah, that doesn't mean you're going to be good. Wizards know that. That's true. Latest first-round pick. Twenty minutes Kyle out there Corver. and didn't score. I don't know. Uh, but apparently he's on the trade block. Six threes. Won't be on the trade block DMC much made. longer if he sucks. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He thinks he's him, Yeah, he's not. Uh, the Capitals return to action tonight. They'll be on the West Coast or close to the left coast. They're playing the Arizona Coyotes. Did you just say the left coast, which <laughs> technically isn't it. wrong. It's but. not wrong. Yes, it's not wrong, Colin. The They're playing the Coyotes. The Coyotes are 14, 25, and 5. The, the Capitals 24, 17, and 6. Puck drop at 9 p.m. You'll hear it after the Bob Huggins Show. 845 pregame begins tonight from the Capitals radio network. Colin, it's gonna be should be a good game tonight. Yeah, the last time we saw Washington go on the uh, West Coast trip, they were able to get, I think it was 8 out of the 12 available points, and that's kind of what started the hot streak for Washington ever since. So hopefully they can do that again and have another successful trip starting tonight in Arizona. 
All right, well, once again, the Bob Huggins Show, 6 to 8 p.m. tonight on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. Uh, then from at 845, pregame show for the Washington Capitals from the Washington Capitals Radio Network. 9 p.m. puck drop between the Caps and the Coyotes. But that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For our intern, Gerald Wright. For Colin McLaughlin, Nick Ferzellini, I'm Spencer Pui saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow on another another edition of the Sports Mix. We'll get you ready for the weekend in sports and talk uh, some EPAC hoops as uh, some big matchups tomorrow night and the weekend. We'll talk about that tomorrow, but have a great rest of your day, everyone. And you've been tuned in on Talk Radio WRNR Martinsburg and TV 10. (laughs) 